Hello, and welcome to the FPS podcast series. This is podcast number 19, the New Year edition. My name is Todd Hatherly, and I'm the Director of Programming for Federal Publication Seminars, and we're a leader in federal government contract training and professional development for the past 60 years. And every year, we offer and train thousands of businesses, federal agencies, and individuals on the legal, regulatory, compliance, and accounting nuances found in the federal regulations through nationwide classroom online in-house sessions. These podcasts are just a sampling of important content as a contracting professional you can expect from attending an FBS program. Whether it's in person or online, live or on demand, you cannot find another source with the breadth and depth of experience, knowledge, and content anywhere. So please visit us at fedpubseminars.com for more information. And I know you're probably wondering, Todd, it's not January 1st. Well, it is if you follow the federal government, and as that goes, when they start their new fiscal spending cycle. Joining me today to discuss the new year is Larry Allen of Allen Federal Business Partners. And if you paid attention to any news lately, you know that Congress just passed a continued resolution on September 30th to fund the government through December 3rd. Hi, Larry. How are you today? Todd, I've got my New Year's party hat on and uh, ready to go. Well, let me ask you, are we uncorking the champagne and releasing the confetti, or are we wallowing in our sorrows? Todd, I think we're more towards uh, popping the champagne than wallowing in sorrows for a couple of reasons. One, the FY21 fiscal year ended strong for government contractors. There was a lot of business to be had, a lot of opportunities. Uh, It will come in close to the record year we had in FY20. We certainly don't have all the numbers in yet, but if it's anything close to FY20, most contractors ended the fourth quarter very strong and have something to celebrate today on the beginning of the new year. The other thing to celebrate today at the beginning of the new year is that, hey, we have the government's open. Government's open until at least December 3rd. Congress passed a continuing resolution late yesterday that will fund the government and keep it open until at least December 3rd. So uh, we get to get, uh, get to live to contract again another day, which is what you want to do in this business. Yep. There are some typical restrictions, Todd, with money under a continuing resolution. No new project starts for appropriated dollars, things of that nature. Uh, but there are some unique things in this CR that make the situation a little bit better for at least some sorts of contractors. What I'm referring to here is that Congress appropriated all kinds of money for disaster relief, most visibly for hurricanes, but it's all kinds of related disaster relief, farm relief, things of that nature. So if you're a contractor that supports, say, FEMA or the Department of Agriculture, there may be some new money in the CR that allows for new project starts related to those disaster recovery efforts. So that's even a little bit better than the average start to a fiscal year under a CR. How does this different than a regular appropriations bill? Well, the big thing, of course, again, is that you can't have a net new project starts. You can keep doing what you were doing uh, as a federal government. So if you're an agency or a government contractor that's looking to do a new start, you have to look for alternative uh, funds whether it's uh, know your money, whether it's something that qualifies under an agency uh, capital fund, 
many agencies have those, uh, or whether it's something like a revolving fund, like the Technology Modernization Fund. You know, those are three examples of sources that aren't reliant on uh, official appropriations. Otherwise, you're kind of planning to start something hopefully around December 4th, uh, when Congress might have a full year appropriation passed. I really don't think that's going to happen. Todd, the history has shown what happens with the longer term CR is that before you end up with final appropriations, you get a couple of short term CRs. I think the best we can hope for is to have full year appropriations in place by Christmas, which has pretty much been what we've had the last couple of years. So this should start being a familiar scenario, again, whether you're in government or industry. Good. Uh, so we avoided a shutdown, uh, but there's a, a a thing called, and it comes up October 18th, a debt ceiling. So how does the debt ceiling impact uh, government business? Todd, government contractors definitely need to pay attention to what's going on in the debt ceiling issue. As you mentioned, January or October 18th has kind of been set as the date by which Congress needs to take action or the government will to start defaulting on certain payments. What that means for you as a contractor is that you may not get paid on invoices that you've submitted, even though the invoices themselves are perfectly proper and otherwise would be paid. If there's a default, uh, there are gonna have to be decisions made about which bills get paid. And if social security funding, which is mandatory spending, is in potential jeopardy, certainly to our timely payments to contractors. If you're a small business, that could really hurt your cash flow. But also, federal employees, Todd, may not get paid. And that leads to the question of whether or not they might be furloughed. So if you're working on a project with a federal uh, agency, the people you're working with may not be there. Or if you're planning a future project, a default on the debt ceiling may lead to some significant delays in that project planning because the federal people you're working with, again, may not be at work. So we certainly hope that Congress can find a solution to the debt ceiling issue over the next two plus weeks. But if not, we could see things start to downshift a little bit almost as soon as FY22 is out of the gate. So I'm recommending that contractors pay close attention to what happens with the debt ceiling issue. Good advice. I know Janet Yellen just came out and said they should raise the debt ceiling. I, you know, it gets into the politics of all this, but uh, we'll see what transpires over the next few weeks. Big question on the minds of all of us is, you know, on the business side, there are three things. What are three things you recommend contractors should do now for, to get ready for the fiscal year 2022 and get a good start? Well, to get a good start, the first thing I recommend Go ahead, take a deep breath. Have a glass of champagne. You worked hard over the last quarter to drive business for your company, and hopefully that was successful. But don't take too much time off because the reward for being successful last year is cranking it up and doing it all over again for FY22. So first off, Todd, on my list of recommendations is for federal contractors to go out and get some education and training. If you've been in this business anytime, you know that from the 1st of October to maybe the middle of December, 
is conference time, is training time in our industry. It's the time to get trained up on new rules and regulations. It's time to uh, refresh your training on things that you need to know, but you haven't taken a class on in a while. It's time to get out and go to those classes, whether they're virtual or in person, to do the networking that you need to know, whether it's government or industry. You know, this is the time of year when you really want to make sure you have current skills, current knowledge, and current relationships. And those are all things that you can get by attending education and training sessions. That's my number one recommendation. Number two, I'd recommend that people right-size their contract portfolio. Look, there are probably a lot of contracts that are sitting in your contracts closet gathering dust. It's time to go through and, and look through those. Maybe an anxiety closet, but hopefully not. It shouldn't be. You should go out and make sure that there aren't open contracts that are obligating your company to comply with certain rules and regulations that you don't know anything about or may not be paying attention to because you're not doing a lot of business through those contracts. Why have the liability if those contract vehicles aren't bringing you any reward. So you got to right size your contract vehicles and make sure that you get rid of the ones that aren't working. And then, of course, that dovetails and leads into my third recommendation, which is to start building your FY22 pipeline now. In fact, Todd, some larger government contractors start building their next year's pipeline at the end of the previous fiscal year. So now is the time to start to build that pipeline for what your FY22 business is going to look like. Do you have the right contracts? Do you have the right people? Do you have the right relationships with people in industry to team up or subcontract with if you're going to need that to pursue these opportunities? The new fiscal year really starts immediately on the end of the old one. You want to make sure that you're starting to build your pipeline out now, particularly with those longer term opportunities. Have the discussions with people in federal agencies that you need to have about what the scope might look like and what the acquisition strategy might look like for some of these projects so that you're ready to go and you're in as early as possible so that you've got the opportunity to know as much about this opportunity as you can and also to help the government bring the project to a successful conclusion, a successful bid at any rate. Wow, good advice on all three. I, I will pipe in, I said, there are a lot of new mandates, a lot of new things coming out. Just did a program on the Service Contract Act yesterday and the new mandates on wage and hour labor. Seems like the Department of Labor ramping up some some of the old regulations again. And uh, there are things that uh, contractors need to be aware of when it comes to that. And that's uh, why you need the training. And I appreciate that being number one on your list this this week. <laughs> so well, that's Todd, they're right. There are just a ton of things coming out, particularly for service companies, but not only for service companies. No. Uh, you mentioned some of the ones from DOL. We all know also that contractors are gonna have to be covered by the vaccine mandate and have to put in new rules for that. But even if you're a product company, you have to understand how the Made in America rule is going to affect you. That's in motion right now as we speak. Yes. So regardless of what type of contractor you are, uh, I think the thing to take away is 
your market never remains the same. You have to evolve with it and stay on top of the changes if you're going to be successful. No, it doesn't stay stagnant. It certainly is a continuously flowing and changing environment we live in. So, But that's the fun part of government contracting. Uh, Larry, I appreciate your time. Uh, we look forward to you teaching in our small business, small and medium business forum and essentials course coming up here in October. As Larry mentioned, training being so important, we have our 2022 calendar available, or it will be available shortly. We're releasing some of our virtual courses already for January and February. So if you're interested in any of our course material, please uh, visit us at fedpubseminars.com. Certainly, Larry, uh, if someone wants to get a hold of you, uh, how would they do so? Todd, people can find me at allenfederal.com, and my email is lallen at allenfederal. I appreciate the opportunity to talk today in the beginning of the year and wish you at FedPubs and all of your listeners a happy selling and a great business year for your federal operations. Thank you again, Larry. As always, if you have topics you want us to cover in a podcast, please send me a note at Todd at FedPubSeminars.com. Until next time, stay safe, keep your distance, and read the FAR. 